Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine, and I am your host reading today from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and this is episode 29.3. I know yesterday I said I was going to try and get all of them done in one day, but stuff happens. You know, I'm on vacation, and uh, so, you know, stuff happens. So here I am today, uh, and I'll try to get a couple done today if I can. If not, we'll go with it. So anyway, um, so today is uh, episode 29.3. We're reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, so we're kind of, you know, Paul just keeps giving, you know, more instructions uh, to the Corinthians. It's basically what uh, we're reading through. Some of this was a little challenging for me. I keep saying that uh, just because, you know, I, I haven't been to a seminary and I haven't been formally uh, instructed on this. So, you know, I, I read it and, you know, try to understand exactly what Paul's trying to tell us. So uh, all we can do is the best we can do. Again, I'm not teaching, um, just kind of, I'm just saying what I feel it, that this is uh, uh, explaining us, uh, explain, explaining to us. So anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and uh, uh, open up in prayer like we always do and pray that God will reveal to us exactly what it is that he wants us to understand for today. So, <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we are so in awe of you and so thankful and grateful for all that you provide for us, all that you do for us. Lord, I just ask you to uh, bless us, watch over us, and uh, continue to uh, guide us. Lord, we're so thankful for your son and his sacrifice. We're thankful that he came to this earth humbly and was a servant for us and shed his blood on the cross for us so that we can have eternal life. Lord, we ask you to uh, bless this time, anoint it, and uh, open our hearts, open our minds to what it is that you want us to understand from this reading today. Uh, empty us of the world and everything around us and just guide and direct us, Lord. I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening. I'm so thankful that I get to lead this Bible study and uh, I'm thankful that you gave me the courage to, to, to start it. And I'm thankful that Jeremiah was willing and understanding and, and uh, blessed to do this with me so, uh, and, led to, and led to do it with me. So, Lord, just uh, bless this time in your word and bless those out there. <clears throat> and bless this ministry. Uh, let it grow uh, according to what your will is. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, let's uh, dive into chapter 10. I'm going to get my readers on. Got my highlighter. I did read through it already. Uh, I always do that just to kind of prepare a little bit, and so, um, yeah. <clears throat> Lessons from uh, Israel's idolatry. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food, and all of them drank the same spiritual water. 
for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. These things happened as a warning to us, so that we would not crave evil things as they did, or worship idols as some of them did. As the scriptures say, the people celebrated with feasting and drinking, and they indulged in pagan revelry. And we must not engage in sexual immorality, as some of them did, causing 23,000 of them to die in one day. Nor should we put Christ to the test, as some of them did, and then died from snake bites. And don't grumble, as some of them did, and then were destroyed by the angel of death. These things happened to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us who live at the end of the age. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So, my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. You are reasonable people. Decide for yourselves if what I say is true. When we bless the cup at the Lord's table, aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ? And when we break the bread, aren't we sharing in the body of Christ? And though we are many, we all eat from one loaf of bread, showing that we are one body. Think about the people of Israel. Weren't they united by eating the sacrifices at the altar? <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Am I saying that food offered to idols has some significance or that idols are real gods? No, not at all. I am saying that these sacrifices are offered to demons, not to God, and I don't want you to participate with demons. You cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of demons too. You cannot eat at the Lord's table and at the table of demons too. What? Do we dare to rouse the Lord's jealousy? Do you think we are stronger than he is? You say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. So you may eat any meat that is sold in the marketplace without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If someone who isn't a believer asks you home for dinner, accept the invitation if you want to. Eat whatever is offered to you without raising questions of conscience. But suppose someone tells you this meat was offered to an idol. Don't eat it, out of consideration for the conscience of the one who told you. It might not be a matter of conscience for you, but it is for the other person. For why should my freedom be limited by what someone else thinks? If I can thank God for the food and enjoy it, why should I be condemned for eating it? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't give offense to Jews or Gentiles or the church of God. I, too, try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. <clears throat> All right. So basically, this is about, uh, it goes back to uh, what the Israelites were doing back in the desert. Um, and I did highlight uh, the first uh, 
two verses, I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud and moved, that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground in the cloud and in the sea. All of them were baptized as followers of Moses, um, for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. So God delivers them. Uh, they got through, you know, uh, this, they went through the Red Sea, um, and they were being guided by Christ, of course. Um, but he's also saying here, Paul, I believe, you know, he continues on, these things happen as a warning to us so that we would not crave evil things as they did. They worshipped idols. Um, the people celebrated with feasting and drinking. They indulged in pagan revelry, uh, sexual immorality, and that caused 23,000 to die. And, of course, uh, they tested Christ again, and uh, they died from snake bites. Um, they grumbled. They were disobedient, um, which caused them to wander in the desert for 40 years. And Moses never got to see the promised land because of, of disobedience. So I think he's saying don't forget all this because this is all an example for what not to do. Um, if you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptation in your life, the temptations in your life are no different from that, from what others experience. I say this all the time to my, my sons. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that everybody's living a better life, especially when all that social media stuff out there, that everybody's got junk, everybody goes through stuff, everybody's got sin in their life, everybody does things that are foolish, everybody, everybody, you know, everybody has good things, everybody has bad things. Your stuff is no different from anybody else's. So, you you know, everybody's got stuff. I think he's trying to say here. But God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Right? That's that saying, you know, God will never give you more than what you can handle. I always say God will never give you more than what he can handle, which is true. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Uh, so, my dear friends, uh, flee from... The worship of idols, you know, idols don't mean just little, you know, statues. It could be anything. Anything that distracts you from God is an idol. Um, you know, it could be TV. It could be uh, gaming. It could be social media. Uh, it could be any of that stuff. It could be drinking. It could be sex. It could be whatever. Anything could be uh, an idol that you're worshiping. Anything that distracts you from what God is uh, and from paying attention to your relationship with God. Um, and then uh, I'm not quite clear about that whole eating food that was sacrificed with idols uh, it sounds to me like uh, if, if there was food that was sacrificed to uh, idols you're sacrificing to demons not to God and you shouldn't partake in that and then also when it's talking about if you're invited to somebody's house and they inform you that the food was food that was off, uh, offered up to idols, then don't eat it, you know, because you don't want to partake in that. And it also uh, relieves the person of, I guess, the guilt. Uh, that I'm not quite clear on. Again, if anybody out there knows something different than I do, please feel free to email me at Lorraine uh, at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Um, I'm always interested to hear if there's something I've uh, misspoken about or maybe I misunderstood. So please feel free to let me know. Um, 
And then at the end, uh, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Um, I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't tr just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. And I put a little note in the side. Um, we should be setting a good example for uh, others so that um, they can be saved. You know, that's basically it. Don't don't hide your testimony under a lamp or under a, a bushel. Uh, let it shine. Let your light shine. Let Jesus shine through us and, our, and what we're living is what I'm getting from this. So, so that's it for today. Uh, it was kind of short, but uh, always good as usual. Um, I'll do another one after this. And uh, so if you see me in the same outfit, the same background. It's just because I'm getting two done today. Maybe three. You'll see. Uh, other than that, uh, always a good day. Always good information. Uh, I have not forgotten uh, that uh, if you haven't made a decision for Christ, this is your moment. Um, you know, if, uh, if you feel led to say the prayer because you want to accept Jesus into your heart, then I will lead you in that prayer. Uh, it's not a magic prayer. It has to happen between you and Jesus and between you and God. So... Let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the kingdom of heaven, basically. You uh, have made a new step in life, a new uh, life in Christ, and uh, uh, it's it's an amazing uh, walk. Um, so you can only go, it can only get better from here. Uh, it's not a promise that you're not going to have troubles. It's not a promise that you're not going to have things happen because... It happens. That's just life. But you have God now. You have Jesus. And uh, he'll see you through any trouble, uh, anything that might happen. Uh, he will be there for you. So uh, Jeremiah and I always encourage you to get to church, get to uh, a pastor or somebody who might be uh, a more seasoned uh, believer, and they will help you to navigate to the next step. Uh, join a ministry, volunteer. Uh, churches are always looking for volunteers. Most churches, at least. So, so that's it for today. Uh, God bless you. Have a great morning, noon, night, whatever time it is that you got to join us uh, in our reading. And I will see you. Sorry, I'm trying to click this off. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>